Indie Music Live episode 19. I mean, one night. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, I missed 100 episodes. No, I did that on purpose. 100, 119 episodes. And I think we've only actually missed like one or two weeks in that entire time. One time was, I think, for Christmas. And the other time, mm-hmm. I think, was for like 4th of July, where everybody's traveling. I think it was actually like on 4th of July or something. So that's the other one we missed. So what's up, Dave? Stored up on Vergecoin? <laughs> not, not. <laughs> Yeah, it just tanked after they announced the Pornhub partnership. But speaking of tokens, man, I just added a, a banner in the sidebar on Any Music Plus. We set up a I Discord. I to do that. Well, I, I mean, this is where I tell you stuff in the show live. I mean, it, so the viewer, it's exciting for the viewers to watch your reaction. There's a new banner, and it, it's a link directly to the Discord forum where... Um, the, all, just all the indie token discussions and everything, because we got a we got a bunch of brands that we're kind of collaborating with on that, and we've been seeing some IMP artists uh, jump in there, like break out the crazy, which I think you're doing an interview with, or no? I'm trying to trying to lock them down. They did a really cool uh, video of them playing live, and I want to try to get them on the show because it seems like they have a good head for that and good good equipment you know connections that'll work good so I'm, I'm that's what i'm trying to do sometime this summer hopefully cool man we should get omega sparks in the show omega sparks, you guys know him so hey, oh, how about that uh conversation we were having earlier huh hey i know right it was stays off air stays off air i hope <laughs> hopefully nothing hits you in the head let's just put it that way yeah. Right. It, it, <laughs> it rubs me the wrong way. Something's uh, going to drop on your shoulder in the show, I guarantee it. Stay but. tuned, guys. <laughs> anyway, up, everybody hanging out with us, thanks for thanks for being here. We're going to uh, listen to um, a brand new song by Game Breaks later on in the episode called Say Goodbye. We also have a live guest that's hanging out in our virtual green room all the way from the UK. He's the first one that's actually braved the time difference. It's 3 a.m. and we got... Artist Alfonso Archer coming up in just a few minutes after we listen to some tunes and have some chats. Share this video out to let everybody know this is the coolest place to hang out on Tuesday nights at 10 o'clock Eastern time and listen to live, or not live music, but indie music. Um, Robert Hicks pushing all the fancy buttons back there. Why don't we start the night with uh, a little video? Let's watch uh, Kids on Neptune with their video and song Bodies in Lies. Let us know what you think in the comments. We'll be right back.
like to welcome everybody hanging out with us. Thanks for hanging out with us every week, Tuesday, 10 o'clock Eastern Time. Michael Smitty Smith, the manager of all the cool heavy bands on the East Coast, is hanging out with us tonight. Michael Perry, congratulations on your uh, award that you just won on that film that you made. I've, I've been checking that out. Jonathan Birdside, Mr. Hey. Uh, himself, Tone Tubby, says any respectable musician should still be up at 3 a.m. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I I like to get up at three. Does that does that count? Three or four? Um, anyway, and then uh, Lincoln Plowman, greetings from salutations from Circle City Records, Nashville, and Jerry Dantone, uh, better there known as Universal Dice, hanging out with us. So that was Kids on Neptune, Bodies and Lies. I like this video a lot. Uh, you should check out the rest of the video. It's pretty freaking cool. Um, I like the music too. I like this kind of stuff. It's kind of, you know that. So um, Dave. Omega, who wants to go first? Yeah, I'll jump in, man. It's, yeah, somewhere between the Stooges and the Strokes. I mean, it's that, like, punkish rock. Uh, not too far leaning towards punk, but, you know, there's a little Oasis influence. I mean, there, there's just some, like, non-pug rock influence in here. Um, yeah, I never, Joe, I know you love punk. I, I respect punk as an influence and everything. I, I never got too deep into it just because... I, I'm an audiophile, man. It's like uh, the production quality in the mix, it's just, I always resonate towards that. Like if it's too dirty, too garage sounding, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to like really vibe with it. Um, well, it's because you have sensitive ears, Dave. Well, yeah, thank you. But <laughs> <laughs> this, this was like not as harsh as, you know, most punk that comes through. So it was kind of leaning more towards the rock side. It was pretty good. Pretty good mix for this style of music. Uh, what I noticed is that just their maturity of their style, man. You know, it's like this, they, they just got their sound and they rock this thing hard, man. I was really digging this uh, this tune and everything. But um, Omega, what do you think? Yeah, I actually love the distortion. I think it was great distortion on the guitar. It kind of paint the emotion of the song, you know, it, it, it kind of. I've never like heard distortion kind of used in a in a good way like that. Yes, I have, but I like how they used it. <laughs> Just lied to myself. But um, yeah, great emotions in the vocal performance. I think the you know lead singer kills it. Uh, towards the end of the song, um, end of the song clip that we we just played, uh, I like where they were going. Um, with uh, I, I guess would you call that the bridge section or uh, what would you call that part? <clears throat> Where it was going it was getting more it was getting more melodic and so i like uh when songs have a bunch of different wrinkles takes you through a journey yeah um, man so it's like that guitar sound it was like it was lo-fi like the electric guitar was lo-fi but like a lot of punk bands all the in- other instruments are lo-fi as well and then the whole thing is just you know sounds dirty but everything else aside from that um lo-fi guitar sound was was nice sound and that that's yeah. why like as a whole i think it was a it was a good combo for this yeah. style of music I agree. Uh, so let's go ahead and uh listen to a little bit of a different style of tune next if you if you will um i'm not really sure what this guy's saying i was hoping maybe somebody could help me figure it out um martin how do you say this name there dave basile 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 holy Bas- cow don't yeah. let the name of the song fool you it's called all you can eat so Mm. just let's go with that indie music live episode 119 let us know what you think we'll be right back yum
19 of Indie Music Live. I'm sitting here with David Granny Pants Werba and Mr. Omega Sparks of Game Breaks. <laughs> What's so funny, guys? That's why I always call Dave. Every, every time, it's like whenever we think it's finally phased out, that that nickname, it just comes back. I know, that's because I love it. I'm, just, I'm always saving it. I'm always saving it. Uh, that was Martin Bastille with All You Can Eat. Uh, we're thinking he's Italian, but somebody, somebody else said Portuguese. That was Jonathan Birdside. Kesel says, yo, Gail is here. Johnny Mattis, John Edwards, Jason Robo Robert Robertson is here as well. So share this video out, guys. Uh, Omega, you had a bunch of thoughts about this song. Yes, I absolutely love this song. Uh, I think great music transcends language. <clears throat> I feel like music is a language um, all by itself. The Universal flow. language. Yeah, exactly, man. The flow was amazing. And then the, the Indian people messed it up. No, sorry. <laughs> right. The confidence in the vocalist was excellent. I think the track sets a great atmosphere at the beginning. Um, I love when tracks do that. Uh, the artist's tone matched the track to paint a vivid setting. Um, I can tell that the producer edited the beat around the vocalist, which I want to speak on with hmm. a, lot of rap- a lot of rappers. You know, we buy beats off of SoundClick and SoundCloud or you know, one of some of our favorite producers and we just buy it as is. But um, it's a great thing when, you know, you have a relationship with the producer or you happen to be the producer yourself and you actually custom fit the beat <clears throat> around the vocals. And so I think that, I mean, the track was just nailing transition wise with the uh, right along with the artist. And uh, <laughs> great job for the artist. Um, um, they have a hook in English to appeal to more listeners. I think that was very clever, and uh, I really love the song. 
So, yeah, so I told you my thoughts in the green room about this, too, and you just stole all of them. You just repeated yeah. all of my comments. <laughs> my bad. All right. So all I got left is uh, I thought it, it presented a nice, cool mood. I just think in big cool picture. Cool mood. It, That's it was, it was, oh, come <laughs> on, man. So I, I just think it's cool that artists like this or his manager i'm not sure who submitted this to us uh, i just i always love getting music from different parts of the world where you wouldn't think you wouldn't think that that like we'd play their song in our show because we're you know it's purely english and everything and all of his lyrics are uh, i'm guessing italian um but just like omega said man it's like you'd you can kind of set that aside when you're listening to a song like this. It's like, yeah, it's, you know, he's rapping, man. He's rapping in his native tongue and it's cool. And you could almost kind of play tricks on your own mind. It's like inject English in his lyrics and it, and it works still. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it's cool, man. So cool. So this is the time where we're going to bring in our featured artists all the way from the UK. Um, and uh, I had no idea that this guy was from the UK, although I probably should, since I'm the one that puts together the show. Um, but we did a review of his music recently, and I mean, I just, it's, if you guys are into jazz or, um, you know, funky funk, R&B, like slow stuff with lots of harmonies and chord changes, like thoughtful chord changes, not just one, four, five or whatever you want to, you know, the, the, the typical pop um progression goes then you should check out alfonso archer all the way from the uk um alfonso this is the time of show what time of the show where i like you to sort of give your elevator pitch about your music and um you know what you're doing and tell us a little bit about formula for life we're going to listen to that song and then we're going to come back get deeper with a welcome to the show by the way yeah thank you very much yeah um elevator pitch about my music i think when i when you played it a few weeks ago um Dave mentioned um, jazz. He mentioned Al Jarreau. Yeah, those are the guys that I I grew up listening to. You know, a lot of jazz fusion. So Al Jarreau, um, Chick Corea. You know, all that kind of. So my background and and my you know music. I'm, you know, I play piano and guitar as well. Yeah, it really comes from that area. So that jazz funk fusion, and uh, Formula for Life really was something that I wrote after contracting prostate cancer. And also I had a brain condition called an AVM. They discovered this kind of aneurysm on my brain. And, you know, all last year, you know, from being diagnosed with this thing on my brain, the prostate cancer was easy to handle because it's a slow burner and I knew it wasn't going to kill me straight away. But when they found this thing in my brain, it was just like, you know, like a week before Christmas. And it just really was the craziest thing. And I told I've got this three centimeter growth and so formula for life came came about because the uh, the consultant gave me a formula in terms of how long i might survive you know with this condition and that led me to you know as i was driving back from the hospital i conceived i said i need to write my album because i didn't know if i'm going to die in a week or six months and i spent the whole summer just came up with the idea of formula for life which came from the consultant it was a formula 105 minus age giving me my percentage of surviving and it was running around about 60 percent after the calculations risk of me having a brain hemorrhage or a, or, or a stroke so i really yeah. thought i needed to put this album together and and really formula for life is a summary of things that i was passionate about you know my music my style 
and that's how it that's what that's that's what it is that's how why i wrote it so. it's a powerful story we're gonna get a little deeper with dave when we get back and that's you know that's one of the things that really struck me about the song too and i feel i feel kind of emotional when i hear the song so one of my favorite songs that we've played so far this year in 2018 you heard it a couple weeks ago let's listen to formula for life by alfonso archer let us know what you think in the comments we'll be right back Alfonso, Hi. pleasure to have you here, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right, man. There, there's some heavy stuff here in the story. I wanna, I wanna. Let's cover that early, then get to some more lighthearted stuff. Break yeah. down the music, yeah. man. Uh, I mean, we, we've had, we've had, I don't know, maybe a dozen guests uh, on the show the past few years that right. were inspired by like some type of tragedy. You know, whether it was like a loss of a family member or mm-hmm. something personal. So. It's kind mm-hmm. of similar. I mean, you, you having like your own personal issue here, right? But what comes out of that, man, is like sometimes like the greatest genius of their musical career. Yeah. You know, and that's, it's like, that's, I look at the whole picture of this. It's like, I mean, there's sad moments, there are serious moments, but sometimes it takes that to, yeah. I don't <laughs> think kicking the ass is the right phrase. I think it's yeah. more of like just inspire you to, go as deep as you can to find what's really inside of you. Like, and that's what it takes sometimes. It's just amazing that that's what it takes sometimes. And so just, man, say a few words on that. Just like, uh, because I'm sure you've thought really deeply about that whole experience. Yeah, absolutely. So that's exactly what happened. You know, I mean, I've been a musician for 
you know, since I was a kid, you know, and, and I've written loads of songs and gigged and things like that. But and I've always wanted to write an album, but um, just life just gets in the way, just really busy doing stuff. And then, you know, when I was diagnosed with prostate cancer, um, I mean, I always used to check, you know, and every man should check. And I'm not sure, Dave, if you've ever checked your prostate or do you know where it is? Uh, I mean, <laughs> um, well, not something I'm going to do right now, but, um, you know, if, if you're approaching <laughs> your 40s and if you're black male, you know, if you're a black male, you definitely should be really aware of this, that, um, it, you know, effects in the UK it affects one in eight men. It's one in four black males. And if you're from West Africa, um, Jamaica, or the Bahamas, then it could even be lower than that. It's it's so bottom line is I got diagnosed with prostate cancer. But, you know, because I found it early, um, I could deal with it. And I knew my father had it, so someone could deal with. But then um, I, I was getting some headaches. I was playing tennis one day. I was getting some headaches. I went to the doctor. And uh, and basically, they, um, you know, they said, look, just it's nothing to worry about. They, I thought it might have been dry eyes from contact lens. But anyway, I insisted. I said no, because I, I, get, I had an electric shock behind my eye. And I said to the doctor, no, no. Um, I want a brain scan and just out of the blue. And they thought I was crazy. And um, it took two days of arguing with my doctor. They phoned me up and we had a huge argument. And I wrote a really nasty letter saying I'd pay for my scan and I'd sue them if they found anything. Anyway, they referred me and literally 23rd of um, December, I was called in to my surgery and they said, oh, we found this um, three centimeter malformation on my brain. They call it an AVM, arterial venous malformation and most people discover it either you die and they do an autopsy or you have a brain hemorrhage or or, or you know a bleed on the brain yeah so that's they, almost part that's almost the scariest part of the story yeah. is that you had yeah. to push for it yeah, because absolutely. that's yeah. something I, that that's an important message yeah. that you know yeah. i've had conversation with you know a lot of friends over the years about this stuff yeah. is that if you just i mean you got to be proactive like yeah, it, yeah, it's your yeah. own life. It's your life. It's like your your doctor's not going to call you every week and say, "Hey, yeah. how you doing, buddy? Any yeah, any stuff going on?" Yeah, I had a huge argument with my doctor in the UK. We call our doctors GPs, and I said to my doctor, "You know, the best GP is Google Practice because you've got no time to really put together, you know, all the little things I complain about." And um, and and I think the message is, yeah, listen to your body don't believe what the experts tell you. They don't know everything, you know, and I said that to my doctor. They're just general practitioners. Right. And it was a massive mm. argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so they referred me and and, and my hunch was right. And, and in the end, I ended up having, uh, I had brain surgery, so something called a gamma knife surgery on my brain. And, wow. it, was while, and it was whilst recovering from that um, in the summer um, of last year that I put the album together because... I didn't know. I mean, what tell yeah. just what happened to you internally though? Like after that experience, like what? Just okay, express yeah. some of your thoughts. Okay. It's like, did you were you just kind of sitting quietly, just talking to yourself? Like, you know yeah. what, man, I I need to like get all my music out there right yeah. now. Yeah. So yeah, that's exactly what happened. So after the, well, when I was given the diagnosis, I drove back from hospital, and as I was driving back, um, it, every I don't know something just happened. It's like. Um, you know, I grew up religious, but, you know, I haven't kind of kept going to church. But as I was driving back, it was a three hour journey and everything just became really clear what I wanted to do in my life. So I knew I wanted to write this album. You know, I'd recently given up a major corporate job where I was earning 
you know, I was being paid like eighty thousand pounds. That's probably about one hundred and sixty, one hundred and seventy thousand dollars a year. And I gave up that job to start my music business. You know, I now teach, etc. But everything just became really clear. And with this album, I was as I was driving back, it just came to me. I said the album's going to be called Formula for Life because the consultants gave me a formula of the risk of me having a brain hemorrhage or a stroke from this brain condition. And it was a formula, you know, 105 minus age gave me my percentage risk, you know, which was running at around about 60% because they found an aneurysm in my brain as well. And if you anyone knows an aneurysm is, you know, lot of people just spark out. Right. So this, this is the really heavy yeah, yeah. debate yeah. that can go on about this yeah. is that yeah. without that experience, you may not have written this music. You may yeah. not have written this song that we just played and we all love. We yeah, all yeah. love this too, man. It's like Chris Swans. It, it it's his favorite tune of the year as well. And yeah, one of I our critics. Yeah. No, I, so honestly, it's like, what is what does that mean? It's like big yeah. picture. What does that mean? Like we wouldn't have this music without that experience. Yet yeah. you you have a serious issue you have to deal with. It, it's just yeah. it's just a really heavy. Yeah. You know. Absolutely, and it was helping me as well because you know if you listen to the lyrics, formula for life. You know, it's a reality. Um, and the, you know, it talk, you know, I talk about you know really just don't you know don't let people get you down you don't listen you know that's really referring back to my doctor you know right you know, not not to listen to you know to, to, to what's being you have to really believe in your gut feeling so so yeah i mean that's well there's some okay so there's something i want else i want to talk about that's a really cool part of your story is this project called the x factor now yeah. about mm-hmm. 10 years ago I, I did a lot of research on uh the tomatis method which is yeah. the mozart effect yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it's basically like music therapy to help right. with yeah. mm-hmm. autism, Asperger's, yeah. all that stuff. And I look up X Factor; it's a similar type of thing, man. So, what, yeah. like, what's your role there? Yeah. What do you okay. do? And is that talk yeah. about how you're helping children and everything? Yeah, um, that's amazing. So, yeah, so when I gave up my job in corporate life, I ended up teaching piano and guitar and drums. But then I, um, I also used to do a lot of football coaching, and then I, I am a headmaster of the school that I know um, asked me to come in and work with some children with autism just and there was a young child there nine years old and he's got the he plays the piano like stevie wonder i mean he's, he's got the mental age of about four um but he just plays the piano totally by ear you know he can name any he can he can play five six seven eight notes and he'll just rattle them off but he's amazing so i got working with this child and he was just phenomenal so to cut a long story short um i ended up doing more work with children with autism so i'm now actually to do a phd in music therapy but my job you know for today for example four days a week i'm working with the most amazing children you know i have a studio in in the school and i've got about 15 children come in to see me you know and and i use music i've got one girl she's nine she doesn't speak and the first time her parents heard her sing was you know she just sang with me she just started singing we just improvised this tune and recorded it we went in and played it into in her class and then the children said oh she doesn't speak and you could hear her singing and it was the most amazing thing the first time a teacher her, and her, when her parents heard the recording they were just crying <coughs> it, was just, it was just unbelievable so that's the work i do Every, i think that's like that's amazing it's something i've been following for so long my degree yeah. psychology and obviously my whole life has been around music yeah. I know Joe's wife is into music therapy as well. Yeah. I'm sure he'll she say some words. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah. dude, it, it's like, 
Man, I, I, we could talk for like another hour about this stuff, yeah. but I mean, I love it. It's just what is yeah, yeah. I love work. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just so cool what happens when you when you see the change in yeah. children that have some type of what doctors would call an affliction, I guess. But yeah, you, and you see the effect that music has, and it normalizes them for yeah, periods. And you yeah. also see genius in those yeah. moments oh. that you just won't Phenomenal. see with anyone yeah. else. It's like, oh my god. It's phenomenal. Like, that what child, just happened there? Yeah. Yeah, that child I mentioned, the pianist. So we entered them into something called Autism's Got Talent, which is a national thing in the UK, just to really showcase autism and very talented children. And this pianist I'm working with has been selected. So we're we're off to London in in, in uh, next month, and he's you know it's been it's a televised event, and it's just it's just amazing. This he's now ten years old. He's going to be playing in front of. <laughs> That's so cool. Anyway, dude, like, it's just brilliant. Oh, it's just, it's just. Yeah, amazing. no, I know. It's like I wanted to just yeah. some final points on just your music. I, yeah. what I heard here is, <laughs> like the the vocals. I wanted to tell you the references I heard, which is you have this like melodic moan of a of a voice. It's almost like Ben folds, and there's, I don't know. You've probably never heard this. You probably never heard Huba Stank as a reference. I'm yeah. guessing, right? <laughs> Hoobastank, no, Hoobastank dude. Yeah. Seriously, listen. They're a rock band, but the way he sings, he has that like kind of melodic moan that I hear similar to to your voice. Listen to their like top two or three songs, and yeah. I would almost guarantee you'll come back and say, "Dave, I hear what you're saying there, man." Even though yeah. it's like totally different style, but um. Yeah. So, man, yeah. we like let, we're gonna move on here, dude. We're gonna have you back as a panel guest. We already talked about it in the green room. Um. But where can people find you? I, I know it's alfonsoarcher.com. Are you on social? You got the same oh, handle? Yeah, it's like just, just look up alfonsoarcher.com and just Google that and you'll find it on social, you know, YouTube and all the usual channels there. But, you know, but just to just clarify, you know, I, I, I'm a songwriter, so I'm a musician, but, you know, I work with, you know, I work with vocalists. Yeah, so I bring in talent. You know, you here on my album, you know, I've got Sharina Jugani as well, female vocalist on one of my tracks. Um, you know, some of my tracks is a guy called I can't say much about him. So smooth. I mean, he, he works with me as well to do vocals. So I'm really more of a songwriter. That that you know, everything you hear, I write and play, and 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 that's what I'm looking to do more of, really. And and just man, dude, we're, I mean, yeah. we're looking forward to it. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it was a great pleasure chatting with you, man. We're gonna have you back for sure. But yeah. for now, we're gonna play. The other guy that's hanging with us, one of his tunes, it's uh, called Say Goodbye Dude. by Game Breaks. That, first of all, that's a... Oh. <laughs> Can we... <laughs> Like a lost soul caught in this spider 
web living on your lips. You're venomous like adrenaline. I'm like a lost soul caught in your spider web living on your lips. You're venomous like Touching to the mind, it's a bit of a crush, cause the villains are what? For the time, but they giving it up. What's on the ground, but they giving it up. It's game over, baby. Please start to continue. In the meantime, please stop with the can you come see my peace suffering? You offended me. You were not a friend of me. You were not a friend of the city smoke, but I'm fast with it. When a game till I get up in it. So that was say goodbye by Game Breaks. Omega Sparks is a member of Game Breaks. He's here with us tonight. He's a regular critic of our shows. Man. Oh, I Omega, I watch out, I... something just falling from the ceiling. Oh, yeah. oh! Just hit you in the head! Oh my goodness! <laughs> I wish I could rip this song to shreds, like right in rip front it. of you, and just like ah. horrible. No, I, dude, I can't. Like this is, I've I've referred to you in other shows, a bunch of times, man, and it's because of this. You're you guys are percussive rappers. I always say that, like it's it's obvious, right? There there's a bunch of other percussive rappers out there, but. No one I can think of that where the actual percussion in the beats in the song matches the talent of the percussive rap, dude. So it's like you you blend those together better, honestly, than any I think anything I've heard in terms of like percussive rap. Because when you guys are rapping, dude, like what I feel it like the drums are inside your body when you're rapping. Like you know that beat so well. Right. (laughs) <laughs> that it's it shows when you rap it it's like so tight man in the playback and forth it's just it's so inventive and it's just i don't know it's i love it man so thanks joe man. cool yeah i mean i was telling um saying you know alfonso's song is my favorite song one of my favorite songs that we've played so far in 2018 and i can say this about say goodbye but really it's one of my favorite songs that you guys have done yet that i've really connected with the most so i know he came out with this not too long ago um and it's kind of been in the program notes for a while but uh I, yeah so what do you think of your own song <laughs> <laughs> well I, I thank y'all both for, for those kind words um yeah man yeah it's it's yeah. <laughs> thank you for that uh we really do study the tracks before we write on it like we have we really have an appreciation and love for the instrumentation and 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 honestly, I, I say this. My mentality is the the song, the instrument, the instrumentation is already telling a story, and I get the honor to to put my content on the atmosphere that the instrument, the instrumentation is creating. It's hey, like, let me interrupt you, man. Maybe there's a lesson for people here because obviously you guys are not rapping to a click track, right? Correct. No, no. So no. you like you fully develop all the percussion and all the beats. Right. to its final point before you even lay down your final vocals. Is that right? Exactly. exactly. All right. So what, like, you think there's a lesson there? You think that's like yeah. the best way to do it or? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's like, <clears throat> it's like being a surfer, man. It's like every song is a different wave and you may, 
you know, you may have your own particular. You have to basically deconstruct your style and let the and let the beat and the instrumentation take you to take your artistry to a place that it may be scary or, or not familiar with, you know. And so that's what I look for. If if a beat doesn't challenge me, whether we create it or we, you know, we pay another producer to make it, if it doesn't challenge me, if it doesn't bring out, you know, a new technique, a new flow, a new delivery, something new, it's not worth my time. But if it does, it's a beautiful challenge. Cool. So that's awesome. Guys, we got to move on a little bit. I wanted to... Um... Welcome the lovely Mia Voss here. And Norma Jean Hits says, she was talking about what we were talking about earlier. I just wanted to bring this up. She says, thank you for your support, guys. My nephew is autistic and loves music. I'm fundraising for Autism Speaks. Please pass by. Blessings. And uh, Juan Cabrera. Cabrera. I can never say his name right. How do you say his Cabrera. name? Cabrera. Okay, thank you. I uh, was also around. So Jimmy B. Also, thank you guys for hanging out with us. AJ Miller um, and everybody else. So we got to the last song of the night. I didn't mean to cut anybody off, but we're uh, running on a little bit of a time schedule here. So, marbles, not marbles, but marbles. Mar- How do you say that? I'm stupid. Marbles. <laughs> marbles? Ain't no angels on Indie Music Live episode 119. Share this video out. Let us know what you think. We'll be right back. I just wanted to dream myself out. I got myself in. that's been hanging out with us all night and just walking in. Trisha Duffy just came in. She's also a UK person, I believe. Um, So she's up early. Bobby Stamps is here. Mr. Mr. Livestream himself. Thomas Warfield, Frederick, and Howard Nelson. And uh, yeah, so that was Marbles. 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 I can't say it. Ain't no angels. 
Probably not my favorite song that we've ever played on the show, um, but Ooh. it's very emotional. It's not, yeah. it's not bad. It's a good song. Um, it, very emotional. I heard some distortion in the vocals and stuff that sort of distracted away from the song itself. But uh, let's go ahead and go with Dave. Yeah, good. I, like I was feeling this one, man. I, I really, really dug this tune. It's got that Jamaican island flavor. Yeah, well, you like Kubistank, so. Well, I mean, so it's got that. <laughs> So it's got that reggae influence. You think it in the Marley Brothers and everything. Um, yeah, and it just like when he jumps up like two octaves and just it's like man, you, you just really you, you really do feel the emotion in this tune. Yeah. I think what's unique, and I'll defer to Omega on this. I couldn't recall like a like a fresh reggae mix with mm-hmm. current hip hop. I, I couldn't think of an artist I was doing. It just had a. It was simple, yet it felt really unique, and I liked it, Matt. Omega, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, I don't think there's a um, a Jamaican hip-hop mix that's, um, that's on the billboards or, or playing right now. Um, so that's a good lesson for anybody out there. That might be a good lane for somebody to create something like that. But, yeah, this song was pretty cool, man. I like um, I like the emotion. I like that the... Uh, I feel like the the verse, the beginning part of the song, it fit really well with like a movie score. Um, a lot of times that's how my mind works. If there's a part or portion of a song that's really cool, really fun, I can see it as a part of a, a movie that maybe Quentin Tarantino or another you know uh, film director would would use in a particular scene. So I feel like it. it, it great vibe. I I like great usage of the ad libs, the additional vocal tracks um, to kind of fill in the blanks uh, in certain parts of the song where, you know, it's kind of like you had the, the the additional vocals or the ad libs, you know, kind of down here. And then you had the main vocals up here, you know, creating the emotional effects of the song. I think that was pretty good. Pretty, pretty creative. And I like the song. Hey, Omega, you got something on your shoulder, dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this has been a wonderful show. Uh, I'd like to th- once again thank Alfonso Archer for hanging out with us. It's been it's an early morning with him, and he's got a great story, and um, I'm glad that he was here um, live streaming with us from the UK. Omega, yeah, bro. Just brief us where everybody can find your music one more time, please. Man, everywhere game breaks. G A M E B R E A X. Yes, and um, <laughs> we're rocking Boom Festival this Sunday in North Carolina. Big festival, man. Oh, nice. Yeah. I will probably not be there, but I'll be there in spirit. Um, Thank you. Thank you, bro. Dave, how much Vergecoin did you get? Uh, I, just, I just cashed out my Pornhub account. I only got like three, <laughs> yeah, like three Verge. I don't know what so happened. So for all two people that know what we're talking about, uh, Vergecoin, check it out. It's Pornhub. It, it's a funny story. Anyway, Rob, thanks for punching all the buttons for us, making us look all nice and hot. Um, I'm not on Pornhub, and I don't own any Vergecoin. But um, I'm gonna look into Verge Coin for different reasons. Um, it's anyway, a bro coin. It's a bro coin. You know bro the bro coin. community. They love Verge, bro. I'm yeah. not sure what you mean by that. But anyway, hey, you like Bitcoin, bro? Hey, check out Verge. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Hicks video. If you need professional live streaming video to Facebook, YouTube, and anywhere else online, check them out. Robert Hicks, H I X video. So every Tuesday night, 10 o'clock Eastern time, Indie Music Live. Next week, it's episode 100 and freaking 20. Can't believe it. We're on our way to 200, which is going to be a while, but we're on our way there. Um, That's my next goal. That's when I'm going to be able to sleep again. So 
Catch you next week, guys. Thanks for watching. Word. Peace. Out.